Hi and welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast. My name's Chris and it's fantastic to have you back with us for another video. And in today's video, we're going to have a look at the SEC. We're going to have a look at some narratives that are rearing their heads. We're going to dig into everything cryptocurrency. If you enjoy this sort of content, mash up the like button, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. Tapping that bell, selecting all the notifications so you never miss a video and uh, do us an absolute blinder and let me know in the comments below what would you like to see more of on the podcast channel. Really interested to get your views and opinions. Mash up that like button, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already, tapping that bell, selecting all the notifications so you never miss a podcast. Right, let's get down to the desktop. So we're going to start here. We'll start with the SEC. Now, um, people that watch the uh, podcast or listen to the podcast already know my feelings on the SEC is that basically I think they've done a very, very poor job. I think that um, the leadership should be under investigation. Uh, a lot of uh, companies uh, and banks, uh, exchanges uh, have failed under their watch. And, uh, you know, it's all well and good some of these CEOs uh, being brought to justice and you know having to pay the, the consequences. But what about the regulators? And this is something that a lot of people aren't talking about. They are um, supposed to be safeguarding and um, keeping investors safe. And I think they failed on that. Um, but let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below. It looks like uh, a lot of uh, CEOs of big companies within the crypto space are also singing off the same hymn sheet as myself. The SEC is completely out of control, according to, to the head of policy uh, for, for one of these blockchain companies. Um, you know, look, basically at the annual fu uh, Futures Industry Association conference, uh, representatives from crypto companies uh, uh, argued the lack of regulatory clarity um, and basically argue that it will stifle US innovation. And uh, I can get my words out today. Uh, I completely align with that. I think the, the lack of clarity is a really big problem for cryptocurrency. And I think, you know, is it a case of, you know, a lot of the people that are in these regulatory uh, positions are kind of similar to dinosaurs as in they're really old and, um, you know, are, are really considering things as they used to be rather than what they um, are now and what they could be in the future. I think it could just be a case if they don't really know how to regulate it. And I think that you can't just, you know, um, it's a bit like one of those toys when you're a child. We have to put like the the square um, through the, the square hole, um, you know, the square block through the square hole, for example. They're like trying to get this square block through a circle hole, for example. And uh, I just don't think that that is, you know, how you're, you're going to actually achieve success. You know, I think the enforcement um, of regulation um, when you don't know what the, the regulations are and what the, the lines are is ridiculous. And uh, one thing that I, I will call out is uh, something that I see quite a lot is a company is uh, starting to fail. The SEC comes in and, and basically hammers that final nail in the coffin and then leapfrogs the uh, retail investors in getting their uh, money for the fines. So, you know, they're not really um, they're not really. I guess, protecting retail investors as per their mission statement. Personally, I think the whole leadership 
uh, team should should be fired and investigated. And I think some should even, you know, potentially face prison time because uh, I think they're as bad as the scammers, uh, the likes of Sam Bankman Freed, um, you know, uh, Du Quan and, and, and those lot. I think they're just as responsible. Um, you know, I don't think they're the ones that, you know, obviously committed the crime, but they allowed the crimes to happen under their watch and uh, they allowed retail investors to lose a significant amount of money under their watch. Now, uh, I think there is a, a big attack on cryptocurrency uh, and that is uh, from the banks. We're seeing, obviously, you know, uh, various various banks uh, collapsing, um, you know, even um seeing that you know certain banks weren't even having liquidity problems and there were really no reasons to close them down apart from they had really good uh positive uh, relationships with crypto firms and all of a sudden you know it's it's closed down and uh under investigation i guess from the sec and you know we're seeing natwest in the uk now um you know they're sent out text messages i personally received one because i used to bank with them um and that is not something that I recommend. I think NatWest are absolutely shocking. I won't get into the details of why, um, but let's just say, like, I have an, an account with them, but, like, literally I keep one pound in there because that is what keeps the account open. And then occasionally I'll make a, a transaction in and out just so that they that account stays open. I know it winds them up, and that is why I do it. But, you know, I don't recommend this bank at all. I think they're terrible. Uh, their customer service is awful. But they're now sending out text messages informing people that basically because of all the scams and, um, the, you know, the, the risk, you are now only allowed to transfer X amount on a daily basis and a monthly basis. I think it's like 1000 pounds per day with a maximum of five thousand pounds per month now for many people that isn't going to impact them right but before all of this happened and we saw all that stuff i think it might be in hsbc uh talking about you know um no longer allowing people to buy crypto on credit cards i align with that completely agree with it it's a risky investment and you should only invest what you're willing to lose. And if you don't have the money to lose in the first place, i.e. use a credit card, then, you know, I don't think that that, that doesn't align. So I, I agree with that. But I did say, and uh, I'll repeat it again, that that was just a step in a multi-step process that they were going to go through. I said next it would be your debit cards and your bank accounts. And that is what we see here with this NatWest. We see NatWest, and uh, we're going to see more, I'm sure of it, um, put in limits. And those limits might not impact the, the vast majority of people now. Um, but when they realize that they're not really getting too much backlash, you know, it'll go from £1,000 a day to £500 a day and two, two and a half grand a month. And then you know, that might start to impact more people. And then they realize, oh, okay, we didn't get too much backlash on that. Right, it's 150 a day, and now it's only 1,000 a month. And that impacts almost everybody at that point, uh, as an example, right? Um, and at that point, like, they might get some pushback, and they'll be like, okay, we'll go to, to two grand again. Um, but, you know, the damage is done. They're pushing the boundaries. They're seeing what they can get away with. And the one thing that pisses me off the most is it's our money and uh i i, I agree that maybe they should make you phone the bank and uh, read a script to you saying that crypto is you know risky and are you sure you want to do this this uh, transaction and all that sort of stuff fine but telling me i can't use my money is different to to basically you know um let me know how dangerous it dangerous is 
What I really think this is, is the banks are having a liquidity crisis um, across the board, multiple countries. And I think we're going to see more banks fail. Um, what does that mean for, for the Fed and what they're going to do? You know, be it a pivot, print machine come back on. Does it mean that they're going to continue with their hikes? Does it mean bailouts? What does it actually mean? There's lots of talk that this is not as bad as 2008, but I really disagree. I think it's going to be far worse. I think that they messed up the last time with their interest rate hikes. I think they should have gone stronger. And I think that actually we would be in a position that we could perhaps look to, to you know, ease off. But it looks like they're going to you know, potentially ease off. I still think a, a, two, a, a 0.25 would be uh, something to, to you know, not be uh, surprised if we get that. Um, but, you know, time will tell. We're pumping at the moment. Lots of people talking about bull runs and all that sort of garbage. Um, talking about $50,000 Bitcoins. And um, as much as I would like to think that, you know, that would be great and possible, uh, I still think that we're going to have to have some lows before we even consider going into that. Now, look, is there an argument that we could see this stuff? Yes. And I went over that on the video on the main channel there is a big chance that you know this is on the cards of a fifty thousand dollar bitcoin um you know because bonds are being sold and money's got to go somewhere and clearly you can't keep it in a bank because they're failing so where does that money go traditionally it's gone into to metals like gold and silver um you know is it likely to to then also go into bitcoin it's a, an open question nobody knows the answer the landscape has not been seen by anybody in their lifetime currently right we've seen this stuff in the past before many of us were born uh depressions and, and all this sort of stuff i think they call it the great depression which makes no sense to me what's great about it but um look these are the things that you know um make it very very challenging and all these people that have been calling uh bull market they've been calling bull market since june right and eventually they're going to be right we've been saying to expect lower lows we've been right about the vast majority of things that have happened so far but we think that we either have to retest or see lower lows so let's see how this all plans out but the attack on crypto is very real we're seeing binance suspending sterling transfers following crypto crackdown um we've got um germany and the us seizing over 46 million dollars worth of crypto tied to chip mixer investigation um again this crypto why is it a, why is it a bad thing it's a good thing that they're dealing with the crime but they're collating an awful lot of cryptocurrency that i believe will be sold on the market we've got uk to add crypto um declaration in tax forms taxpayers will have to record their tax gains separately as of next year the uk treasury has said now i think this is a really positive thing you know when you look at crypto and the the, the general short-term to medium-term landscape for financial instruments not looking great i think that it's a real positive to see that countries are saying yeah, we can tax this because it means it's going to be here for the long term. Let me know your thoughts, your opinions in the comments below. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, mash up that like button and I will catch you in the next one.